what it is, everybody. Welcome to episode 97 of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. My name's David Pether, but you can call me Fish. With me, as always, is my favorite sack of shit. Connor McDuff! Hello, it's me, Connor McFluff. How you doing, friends? McFluff. Yeah, I tend to wear that with pride because, you know what? Someone's going to call me it. It, may, it might as well be fucking me. Hey? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Gotta embrace it. It's gonna happen. Gotta embrace the banter. Connor, the we're talking train. a little bit of action thriller this week. What are we reviewing? We're reviewing Finding... D- Jason Bourne. We're reviewing Jason Bourne. Finding Dory was also a great action thriller. Yeah, it was. But this week it is Jason Bourne indeed. The fifth yes. installment in the Bourne series... Um, I'm the fan. Last time we spoke, you hadn't seen any of them. Has that changed? Hey, what up? No. I don't watch movies. That's we've true. We've been through this. Well, I hope you've seen happened. this one, because we've got to fucking talk about it. Uh, oh, fuck. We're meant to watch the movie. <laughs> oh, fuck. I thought we'd just watch the trailers and look at the posters. and That's what I've been doing for 90-something episodes. I, I haven't actually seen any of these films. <laughs> you just read thought, the Wikipedia uh, I thought that was the summary. whole point. Yeah. No, well, I know for a fact you've seen this, because otherwise I'd be slapping you. Yeah. This will make for an interesting review, because I indeed am the fan. I've actually gone back and watched all the other movies before watching this one again. So I'm all kinds of caught up. But I want to know if it all sort of makes sense to you. Like if, if Nothing didn't... It, it, it didn't not make sense. Like, it, nothing, nothing... I didn't go what at all. Like, yeah. Because it kind of is its own standalone thing, but there's like a lot of... You know, yeah. you know, words dropped that come from the other films and stuff. So I'll be interested to see how you feel about it and how I feel about it and if the the things change. But before yeah. we do that, uh, will you tell us what happened in the movie? So Jason Bourne follows Jason Bourne uh, as he walks <laughs> around a lot uh, and, and looks quite concerned the whole way through. Very concerned. Uh, and and is is coming back to realise that he's not so bad after all and other people have fucked him over, such as Tommy Lee Jones, who plays an asshole, and also the head of the CIA, and he's still a fucking asshole. And he doesn't really like Jason Bourne very much because he thinks he's a weapon, so he tries to kill him the whole time. And then there's this other chick who's part of the CIA, I don't know her name, but she's sort of like, I don't know, French-Canadian or some shit. Anyway, she's there and she's trying to help Jason Bourne, but also bring him back to the CIA. And Jason Bourne is just like, what the fuck's going on? Leave me the fuck alone. And then he finds out uh, they killed his dad, who ran a, a pro- the program that changed David Webb, who is Jason Bourne, into Jason Bourne. I know, <laughs> sounds a little tricky. Basically, the CIA, ki- CIA killed him because he was being a little too, a little too uh, human. Jason Bourne gets a little upset and kills the people who killed his dad. And then at the end, the girl who's helped him is like, Hey, what up? You should join the CIA. And he's like, No, fuck you. I heard you in the car before and you were talking about killing me if I didn't join you. You're a little fuck boy. And then he walks away. End of film. To, oh, babe. Oh, Which is babe. apparently like a big part of their soundtrack and has been since the start. Yeah, it's been in every movie. And it's great. I want to talk about that later on. But... First thing I want to talk about is that way back when, when the Bourne Ultimatum came out, you know, people asking Matt Damon, are we going to get a fourth Jason Bourne film? And he's all like, nah, fuck that, man. I ain't coming back for that shit. 
the the story is told is what he is quoted of being said. He said, "We've we've rode this horse as far as it can go. I don't think I could do another Jason Bourne film unless the right script came along." And he said, "It's not that I wouldn't fucking get on it if Paul Greengrass came to me in ten years and said, "Hey, I've got the script. I'll fucking do it." And it's almost 10 years since then, and here we are. He's got a new one. We did have one in between, The Bourne Legacy, if you remember that. Was it shit? No, it's actually really good. I really liked it. Um, I watched it back again the other day as well. Um, and it's it's quite a good little expansion to the universe. What, what, what's that one about? So it's basically uh, Jason Renner. Bourne's a fucking ghost now. He's disappeared. And yeah. the, uh, Jeremy Renner is like another participant in the um Treadstone ah, okay. pro- yeah. program oh i think he's actually part of another one called outcome so there's all these fucking programs i don't know why they just don't do it in the same program but anyway uh he's one of them and they're sort of kind of hunting him it's 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 different enough to be a standalone film almost and jeremy ren is really yeah. good in it and it's got a, a great uh a great cast as well they've got rachel wise in there who i really like and it just it just sort of adds a little bit to what these guys went through and what they're expected to do and, yeah. you know, how brutal the CIA can be. Uh, so I, I thought it was quite cool. And, and Jason Bourne is very much a presence in the film without being in it. So I thought it was, it was quite well constructed. Um, I don't really know what the consensus is for the film. I don't remember people particularly liking it. I, don't, I just remember it kind of came and went. It just kind of happened, didn't it? Yeah, it kind of came and went and it was kind of like, oh, yeah, cool. But, you know, because we didn't get the star of the the franchise back like i'm sure a lot of people didn't see it like i know a lot of people who are fans of the trilogy that just haven't seen it because it just feels like a tacked on thing just feels like shit you know but here we fucking are and he's fucking back for number five number four for him jason Bourne. jason Fawn. tried to put four and whatever moving on jason anyway Fawn. Well, he's old as fuck now, which is something I wanted to talk about. He's so fucking old now. Like, I'm just watching him in this, and I'm like, Jesus, you've aged horribly, sir. You old piece of shit. That's funny that you say that, because my um, my girlfriend, Beck, actually thinks that he's aged well. She says he looks much better than he did when he was just little baby face. I like him as a little baby face, because I remember him in Saving Private Ryan, and mm. I remember him in Ocean's Eleven, and I thought, oh, he's a cool dude. He's like, he was always like, he was always the, the serious young guy. Like, yeah. He always played like a, he's, he's pretty good, but just not good enough. And that was kind of his character, and I always liked that. Mm. Uh, but now he's, and now, he's, now he's like the old wise guy, and I'm like, fuck you, Matt Damon. Fuck the Martian. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> I really noticed his his age difference because of watching all the other ones since then. Like yeah. even the gap between Ultimatum and this one is you know nearly ten years, so he's aged quite a bit in that. But in the first three, he's just like he is that Goodwill Hunting fucking Matt Damon, you know, like yeah. just the baby face and like watching the Born Identity, the first one. I I sort of look at it now and I'm like, oh, he doesn't really suit this action hero sort of thing because yeah. he's too fucking pretty. Whereas now he looks a bit grittier. He's fucking looks bulked hardened. up. Like he's a he's massive in this movie. Like you know when he is doing that fight at the start where he just one punches that dude. Like he's yeah. a big boy. So I don't that know. Was, I think that was he, a nice shot. Yeah, really cool one. shot. It's a really cool sequence actually. I like they're all like oh put money on the Serbian. <laughs> he just walks and swords him out and walks away. Clots him. Very fun. Uh, but I think he looks good. 
Honestly, I think it, it suits it. I guess because I have that history with the the franchise as well, I feel like he is what I expect the character to look like. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know enough about Jason Bourne to, to like, to kind of... Yeah, you don't have him. that context. And that's why I think this is going to be a, a very interesting review for... Yeah, I like I like Matt Damon. I don't actually... I don't really dislike Matt Damon. I didn't like The Martian, so he left a bad taste in mouth. I was just going to say, do you think he was better in this than The Martian, though? Piece of shit. No, because he didn't do anything in this. And that's something I want to bring up. Is like... <laughs> okay, before you do that, I think he's better than this than he is yeah. in The Martian because The Martian was a piece of shit film. The Martian is a piece of shit film. Fuck that film. Yeah. Look. I'm looking. This is an action film. True. One of the things that we want to see in an action film is quite a fair bit of action. Um, this is true. And I sit here conflicted, you know, because when there's action, there's a lot of it's action. It's fucking full on. <laughs> like, they just keep going, you know. Oh, you want a car chase? Here's 10 minutes of it, which is a fucking lot of fucking car chasing. But then, for 40 minutes, they're like, uh, nothing. Uh, nothing. Jason Bourne's walking around. He's just walking around. On the, on the street, some fucking drums playing, doing some more walking. There's a whole sequence in this film where he's in Paddington and like it's all tense because he's meeting someone, he, meeting someone in the middle. And just for those characters to get to their, where they're meeting takes like 15 fucking minutes. I swear to God, like it was so long. And I was just like, what the <laughs> fuck? Why am I watching this? And I get it. Like he gets there in the end and it's all set up and like, it's all a big thing and he flicks the alarm and shit, but that could have been cut in half and still been made, like made even more tense. Like I just kind of lost interest because nothing, I don't know. It felt like a lot of the time the scene didn't have enough tension to kind of push it to the intensity it wanted me to be in. And that was upsetting, you know, like, I don't know. That kind of brought me down a little bit. I felt that a little bit. Listen, I'm um, I'm kind that. of right there with you, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, really? Thank fucking God. <laughs> but it's funny. I like as I was watching it, I'm thinking, okay, this is cool. We've got this really intense music going on. Matt Damon looking all like shifty, moving through the crowd. The cinematography is real rough and and like quite well done. I, I I really enjoy it. So it makes it all feel a lot more intense than what's actually happening. But then once you re- realize that they're literally just walking in circles, it's like ah, oh, can't we just can't you just get to it? Let's get to the point where we have the showdown or we have the conflict. Like it's, I, I know what you mean, but it, the funny thing is, is that it's, it's really giving us, that's exactly how the other films were as well, except they did it a lot better. There seemed to be a lot more happening and a lot more tension and a lot like the, the characters kind of learning things as we're going along. I'm really conflicted about how I feel about this. And I'm glad that you brought it up because like I did find myself at points in the film, just like sort of zoning out. Because I was starting yeah. to lose interest. And Fuck I'm- oath, man. Do you, know what, <laughs> do you want to know the funniest part? I was zoning out in the points where I was meant to be the most involved. Like, oh, really? When they're driving, when him and the fucking, um, his arch enemy, are, like in the car chase. The final like, the car end, chase in Vegas. That was boring as fuck. Like, oh my God. It's just two people ramming into each other in cars. Like, it's fucking boring. I was over it. Gonna- Nothing was happening. <laughs> I kind of agree with you. Because I think that chase scene is fucking incredible for the parts when it when shit's actually going down. Uh, like when, you know, the SWAT car is just plowing through the cars and they're just like parting. 
Like that was fucking awesome. And when he lands on top of the of the fucking sort of, and it yeah, smashes was... into the thing. But I I know what you're saying because it was like a good ten minutes before we yeah. got to that point like, of them just driving around Las Vegas. And it's... Beck even said the same thing. She was she was like, I I, I got really bored in that chase scene. And I don't know why. It's because it's too fucking long. Yeah, fuck oath. Like it's like they spend so much time just wanting you to kind of be tense and like they've got awesome moments and they've clearly gone this is how the cast chase scene is going to go but then they add like filler into an action scene into a scene not a film a scene they add filler like that fucking <laughs> blows my mind yeah. you know and like and then they pull it off like the final fight scene is fucking gold and I've seen the fight scene in The Born Identity as well you know that's fucking sick man that's so cool and there's moments where you're just like fuck he's so good you know like he's just just slams like opens doors on people's faces and just yeah. like casually beats the shit you're like fuck yeah but then it's like it's so sparse where you've got these cool moments but there's either nothing behind them like no story behind them that's driving you to kind of vouch for it or they're just they're, there's too little and then there's too much of something else. And I felt that a lot, you know. And, like, they do the the the, ex, the, the, um, the action exposition really well where it's, like, the action films always, like, very rarely do action films, I've noticed, use um, the main character for exposition, ever. Mm. Like, it's almost always the villain that does yeah, the exposition. Yeah, like a, and like a monologue given away all yeah. the info. Yeah. And it's always, and throughout the film, it's always them... And, and especially in this, it's, you know, Matt Damon, they, they're trying to make Jason Bourne this, like, I, I don't know what they're like in the other ones, but in this, it's like he's this, he's this legend, you know, and I get it, like, he's fucking five movies deep, of course he's a legend, but, like, visually, we don't see him very much, and when we do see him, we don't know what's going on in his head, which is a really cool, ass, like, a really cool sort of thing, because um, they focus so much on, you know, the villains and stuff, but then I'm just like, okay, but... What the fuck's going on? That's, that's a fantastic point that you've brought up because that's probably one thing I really like about the movie but also don't like at all is... So, throughout the other films, we've been with Bourne for most of the time because okay, Bourne, yeah. the Bourne identity is him learning who he is again because he's got amnesia at the start of the film and he's sort of like, who the fuck am I? Why can I fight like this? Why am I so awesome? And it's like, by the end of that film, he's kind of figured himself out a little bit. And then the next two films is like, you know, he's he's really uh, obtaining that identity again and figuring out where he came from and if he is a bad person and what bad shit he did and whatever. By the end of the third film, he's fucking figured it out. So now... There's nowhere really to go. They like they give him the whole like he's trying to find out about his dad, which yeah. is kind of like, okay. But yeah. But for the most part, in the other films, from the 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 like the CIA's perspective, he's this fucking legend, like you said. Like yeah. they they're always like, holy shit, that's Jason Bourne, you know? Like, and you we're kind of with him. We're like, oh, is he really that good? And then all of a sudden, he is that good. And it's like, oh fuck, you know? So we're kind of learning with him. Whereas in this one, they go full, like, make him out to be that specter that he is, like, the, the you know, the ghost in the wind that just comes out of nowhere and fucking fucks up all your shit and then disappears again, which is really cool. But I'm watching the movie called Jason Bourne, and I want to be with Jason Bourne. I don't really want to see everything from the, the bad guy's perspective. Like, it's a really weird point of view that they've got going on in this film, and... Like I said, I'm really conflicted because it lives up to that legend that's built in the first three, but I'm losing that personal side yeah. that we had in the other films. 
and, like, and that's pretty disappointing. And there's no fucking dramatic tension driving anything. Like his dad no. dies and they like somehow pair up that 20, whatever the fuck is it is later. The same guy who killed his dad is killing him, which yeah. is just fucking silly. Which but is, like, it actually is because he's part of a program that was after Born from yeah. what I was picking up because he's originally part of... Oh no, Treadstone, so... Oh, fuck well, it's just like, it's just like, I mean, they give enough motivation when this blonde bitch dies at the start who is a big part in the other ones that, I, I've yeah. heard. Yeah, I do. Um, I want to... I'll talk about that in a sec. So like the other thing I was like, uh, why the fuck do we need to... You know, why, why do we need to go to this length even further with the, the dad? And, and the other thing is like, yeah, the dad's sad. And wow, there's like, okay, like that's motivation. But fucking Matt Damon never expresses that he's pissed, really, because we never fucking see him. And then like every time there's an action scene, Matt Damon's in control, you know? Like Jason Bourne's in control of everything throughout this film pretty much. Yeah. And so you're left kind of just feeling empty because you're like, what the first scene where he's like in Greece and he's with the girl, which I think was excellent. That whole sequence was really cool. Oh uh, yeah, with the, like, then, the rally going on in the background. Yeah, but then afterwards he's like, all right, I got it. And he, that's kind of his character. He's like, all right, I got it. I get it now. And just does everything fine. No, like, I just, agree. I, I feel like the film dies after Julia Stiles dies. Like after she disappears, it's kind of like we don't have any sort of connection to Bourne. And exactly like you said, he's always one step ahead. So it's like, I don't feel conflicted for him. Like, I feel like he's always going to win. Whereas yeah, in the it's, other it's ones, it's like a robot. It was- it's like, yeah, it's like watching a legend. Yeah. That's what it is. And yeah. we don't want to watch a legend. We want to watch a fucking person. Yeah. You know? He becomes very one dimensional once he becomes a exactly, legend because there's yeah. like his, there's nowhere for his character to evolve. And like, yeah, he's learning about his dad and fucking like you said. But he doesn't even know his dad until Nikki, you know, Julia Stars tells him. And it's yeah. sort of like <laughs> like why why do you like I you know, he's just trying to find out his past and that's always been the yeah. thing. But this this part of his past seems pretty like it's almost irrelevant but it is it's just the, the, the one point of this past that makes anything is the fact that his dad was in charge of the program oh, that yeah that of course made he him. fucking was you know like that's it isn't it yeah it's very like you know luke i'm your father it's like yeah uh but very- like it's 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 weak is the problem there's it's all surface and then there's nothing underneath and that's the whole issue you and know? the, the like, problem back to the point that we were just talking about yeah. before everything seems so intense and so fucking you know, full on, and they kind of, it's like they're almost disguising the fact that they don't have a plot. <laughs> they don't, do they? And this is the other thing, right? I just want to bring this up quickly. It's to do with plot. Is Tommy Lee Jones a big player in the other ones? No, this is his first film. Yeah. This is his first film? Yep. Okay, that makes more sense because his death was fucking abysmal. It just sort of like, happened, didn't it? <laughs> it's just fucking weird. Talk about like, Deus Ex Machina yeah. shit. Fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, there's this character super daunting and, like, intimidating, and then he just dies. Like, nothing. It was fucking pathetic. Yeah. Um, I did yeah, like Tommy again, Lee Jones, though, in that, in that role. I thought he was quite... Because he's playing Tommy Lee Jones, you know? He doesn't give a fuck. He does it he's well. Cool. <laughs> he's fucking fresh. I love him. I liked all the, uh, you know, that sort of conspiracy side of it, though. Like, you know, he's working with basically the Facebook guy who can um, 
I know, love that. To get like social to get surveillance cameras and fucking every I fucking phone love that. Yeah. But that's that's such a what I don't understand is like they they're trying to make it like no, Jason Bourne doesn't give a fuck about that. It's all personal for him. And mm. you're like, "Oh, cool. Wait. What the fuck? That's more interesting. Go back to the other stuff." Yeah, you, yeah. You've given us this character with nothing. Why the fuck would we, would we care about him now? Like <laughs> I want to watch him fight for fucking privacy. I want to watch fucking this Indian dude fight for fucking privacy because that's cool as shit you know yeah. like that's awesome why the fuck what ah, that's what God. I said it's like they're two separate entities so why is yeah. it even a part of the film it's like they just wanted to throw in a bit of you know social commentary in there something more which yeah. was you know they, it was good but um, insanely it, it relevant connected up a little bit better yeah <laughs> uh, another thing um, that kind of is a bit of a letdown in, the, in this film is like in Legacy because Jason Bourne's not there, they make it out such a big deal that he's so hard to find, like that he's just disappeared off the grid. And then him kind of returning in this, even though, you know, he's contacted by his own, you know, friend is Julia Stiles because she's, yeah. they're tight in the other ones. I just feel like there should have been a bigger reveal. Like this won't mean much to you because you haven't seen the other ones, but it was such a big deal that he just disappeared at the end of Ultimatum. And now it's and kind this of, one, he just fucking rocks up. It's just hey, anticlimactic. He's like, oh, here he is at the, and they're like, that's Jason Bourne. Oh my god! <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I don't uh, look. It's just I'm coming from a very independent. I'm kind of glad I haven't seen the other ones because I get to analyze this film entirely by myself. And what makes me feel better is that you're feeling quite similar to that. Yeah, you're getting what I'm you're feeling. picking up the same vibes that because that's the one thing that I really wanted to put across is it's so confusing to me that. They're giving me everything that I want from a Bourne film. Jason yeah. Bourne is one step ahead at all times. Uh, we get fucking sick chase scenes. There's intense like espionage bits and pieces throughout the place where he's like just just disappearing into crowds and coming back out and you know just using little little tricks to get past the enemy that they just didn't see coming and it's 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 doing it all. It's hitting every single beat that every other film has hit. But that's kind of the problem. It's the same thing, but it doesn't have the weight behind it that the other the other films did in the script department yeah. and the character department. Well, the whole look. It's not like they don't. It's it's. I they, had this say, I had this this conversation with a friend just just recently about the the latest Independence Day. Did you see it? No. I thought it was brilliant because I watched it and I was like, this is exactly like the original. <laughs> like I love yeah. this. They're doing. They're giving me exactly what I want. And I was talking to my friend and, and he didn't like it because of that. He was like, it's the same fucking movie. And I was like, yeah, but what do you expect? And here I am on the on the other end with the Jason Bourne movie. Yeah. So I'm kind of feeling what he's feeling well, now. The, the funny thing is, and I've, I came to this conclusion the other day about uh, sequels. And that's basically everybody pretty much likes something different from a film. So everybody can universally appreciate a film. A New Hope, for example, Star Wars. You know, yeah. Everybody fucking loves Star Wars. In the majority anyway. Just fucking love it. You know, and that's and then they release a sequel, and and what a director has to do for a sequel is basically, tr it's a pretty fucking hard job. They have to pretty much try and capture exactly what made the first one so special, but then also add to it, but then also get rid of all the shit that people didn't like about the first one. Yeah, and that's fucking difficult because really you're making the film for yourself. Like as you know, we're both directors, fish, and when you make a film, you, the core of it is you want to make a film that 
that you like. That you want to watch, what's yeah. what's the point? So when you're making a sequel, if that director made that, if George Lucas made, and he didn't direct Empire Strikes Back, we know he fucked up, you know? But George Lucas starts directing Phantom Menace and starts adding shit in from Star Wars that we're like, why the fuck do you think we give a shit about this, dude? Like, <laughs> where's, the, where's the journey? Where's the personality to it? Where's the humor? And instead we get this bullshit opera. And that's the same with any sequel. And I think that's the problem is like, I think, you know, The Hangover, this is, we always bring it up because you love The Hangover films. Yeah. Um, this, the, they fucking got that formula down to a T. In the second one, it's the fucking exact same, same cast, yeah. same sort of joke, same humor, but, you know, there's no originality to it because of it. And, and because of that, I don't like it. But Fish, that's what he fucking loved about the first one. So that's what he loves about the second one, you know? And that's yeah. fucking Which dope. is what's what's so confusing to me right now that it's annoying me about this one, you know? Because yeah. I'm usually all about that. If, if you can keep the spirit of the same film in it and just give me a little bit of the same, but give me something extra to the plot, I'm, I'm cool. Well, what, um, what's, what it's missing is story. That's It's missing the core of, a, of what a film is and that's an actual story and a, and, a, and a hero that we give a shit about like well, we do give a shit about him but like we don't see him nearly enough to because he becomes that specter in the wind you know and, um, and all the, thing, from, the thing you're yeah, talking sorry. about sequels though is that Paul Greengrass directed Supremacy yeah. and fucking upped Identity in some people's mind I think I think Identity is better but then Ultimatum is like the best one to me so it's like he has nailed sequels and then it's like him coming back for this one. It should have been fuck because everyone yeah. was like, "We're not getting, we're not making this film unless it's the the core team back together because yeah. it needs to be the right script and the the right time to make it." And it's like, w- was this the right one? <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like I don't know. I don't know if it is. Look, I'm I'm, I'm really giving it shit, but I'm not. Uh, like, I still I'm enjoying it because it's a Bourne film. But it's just not giving me... It's not really advancing the plot. Like, if you watch the other films and how how fucking well-made they are. Like, the first... I think I brought this up last week. But when Born Legacy came out, I was like, oh, I need a refresher. I need to go back and watch the, the trilogy. And I, I intended to do it one over every night. And I ended up watching them all in one night. Because it's just like... I just need to keep going. Like, it's just so well-made. But I feel now... And I, I will buy... Um, Jason Bourne when it comes out I need to get him on Blu-ray I haven't got him yet so I'll probably get in the fucking five pack which I'm yeah. when evid- inevitably will come out I don't know if I yeah you know, I could probably do the trilogy in a in a few sittings but I, I don't know if I'd feel the need to go on to Jason this. Bourne because it doesn't yeah. give me enough like it advances it like a baby step <laughs> It's nothing happens. That's the that's the bottom line. Nothing happens. Jason Bourne literally ends up in the same position he is at the start of the film, which is no friends, no family, and on the run. And at the end of this film, he's got no friends, no family, and, and he's, he's on, on the, the run. run. The only difference is he killed a couple of people. Nothing fucking changed about his character. Like the whole thing is about his dad. Yeah. But he doesn't find anything out. He just finds out someone he knew from the beginning someone had killed his dad. And he, he, just he basically know. finds out someone had killed his dad and that he'd been sold out by his dad and brought into the into the program and then his dad was going to tell him not to do it Which and then he, he did it anyway. Which he already fucking knew anyway. Like, he already knew he was brought into the program. He already fucking agreed to doing it. Like, yeah. nothing's different. No. He just goes, oh, the more you know. 
And that's it, pretty much. Like, the more you know, oh, that's not nice. I better kill those people. Kills them and then fucks <laughs> off. Like, that's the whole fucking point. It's really disappointing. And, like, I've got friends who are literally berating me because they're telling me that this film's amazing. I don't know what I'm talking about. I have to watch the other ones. And I reckon that's bullshit, you know? Like, I reckon that's total shit. I have a theory that, like, a lot of people... It's not really a theory. It's pretty obvious that a lot of people just ride on the hype when it comes to films. And then they mm -hmm. watch a film and they, they like it for the sake of liking it. Um... They like it because Paul Greengrass is back. They like it because Jay Matt Damon's back, you know, like blah, blah, blah. Um, same with Star Wars, same with Ghostbusters. Like every, yeah, everyone yeah. does it. But what I like, like acknowledging is that the people who are, the, the, those people who say that sort of thing and go, fuck yeah, like this is amazing, just like the other ones. They're sort of a, a more intelligent breed of um, ape because they, <laughs> they look at the crew. Like this is, I'm serious, you know, like a lot of people would just go, oh, the main character's back. It's great. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, but a lot of people for Jason Bourne, like, all I hear is Paul Greengrass is back, baby, and everyone's excited. It's like, just to all those people, fuck you, all right? You're not fucking better than anyone else who watches this fucking film. You're not fucking better than anyone else who likes a sequel for different reasons. And I'm, I'm sorry, like, I listen to this a lot, especially in film school where I hear people talk about... Uh, cast and crew and like getting directors and writers back and mm. they get excited and that's and then they're like yeah it's because of this guy that this film's good it's like you don't fucking know why this fucking film is good just first off that's probably not the fucking reason and two you're just as bad as every other cunt out there who you make fun of for liking the ghostbusters sequel you know mm -hmm. for coming back you're just as fucking bad you're a piece of shit just like everybody else get off your fucking high horse <laughs> fuck me you want to have a fucking opinion? Make a hundred fucking episodes of a goddamn podcast and then feed me that bullshit. <laughs> fucking hell. I'm just, I'm fucking fed up. Just like you were fed up with everyone talking shit about the like sequels coming out. It's my turn. Like I'm, I've snapped. I'm fucking over it. Get off your fucking high horse. Honestly, yeah. fuck you. And sorry to all of our Mexican viewers who are like, why are he swearing so much? <laughs> I um I know what you're saying because like look I do get excited when you hear things like the original director coming back or the writer or the fucking grip. That There's did nothing it, you wrong know? with it's that. It's like cool. Uh, you know, we're getting the gang back together. We're gonna hopefully capture the lightning in the bottle that the first yeah. thing that I love so much happened. But it when it it actually scares me now. It scares me because I get scared that they're gonna taint what they did originally. Yeah. Uh, like it, it happens a lot. Like things don't us usually things don't live up to. If something is just like a a surprise hit, it's really hard to you know capture that lightning there's, again. There's nothing wrong with in like liking the fact that someone's coming back. There's nothing wrong with being excited. There's nothing wrong with like loving that person or loving their work. But you still have to remain critical. You know, like you have to remain somewhat objective. And we're all guilty of not doing it. But like you've got to, you just got to realize that's why, you know. I think that's what's more important. Yeah, well, it but is. Like, like for instance, my favorite director is probably Rob Zombie. I love yeah. his shit. He's he's one of the mo most inspirational people to me because I think his style is fucking fantastic. He understands horror, which I love, and most of his movies are pretty good. His last movie, he well, he has a new movie out now called Thirty One, which I haven't seen yet. But the last movie was The Lords of Salem, and it's complete fucking rubbish. Yeah, I, like I love it. I, I like it because it's Rob Zombie, but I've had to force myself to watch that film. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I still admit to myself that he, he fucked up. <laughs> he didn't do a good movie, <laughs> but I still respect the man. So it doesn't mean that you, you don't have to love everything that your heroes do. Like, it's like, we fuck all fuck up. Man. Like, 
We all fuck up, and that's I fine. like, like you know, for I'm this huge Force Awakens. Like, I love Force Awakens, and I can even admit, like, you know, a lot of that comes from my love for Star Wars and my yeah. appreciation for that film, and that's fucking all right, you know. But you just acknowledge it, and when things are shit, it's okay for them to be shit. Fuck everyone, basically, is what we're saying. I don't yeah. think there's a there's a minority or a majority or a group of people or a person that we haven't pretty much told to fuck off on this podcast over the past two years. No. Like, so, fucking honestly, we're just bad people, to be really? honest. Well, you are. Anyway, um, back to Jason Bourne, which has spawned <laughs> this whole, like, rant of bullshit. Speaking of which, um, now, we, we were talking about the song Extreme Ways before Moby's oh baby oh baby then I fell apart that song is a big presence in every single one of the films which is cool I reckon that's cool then it's fucking awesome because it's an awesome song and it always ends on like you know Jason Bourne got the upper hand and fucked you in the ass and then you hear the it's like shit yeah Jason Bourne's on top baby I was worried that we weren't going to get that in this film because the way it was sort of wrapping up, we had that uh, that fucking CIA chick being all like, yeah, I've fucking, I've got him. I've got his trust, which I thought was really cool. I thought like, I liked that she was kind of playing him like that. And But I'm starting to think in my head, I'm like, this is wrapping up. And yeah. it can't, she can't have that song. That's Jason Bourne's song. And then, <laughs> he, and then he just like fucks her over. At oh, the end, it was so cool. good. I loved it. I loved it. Um, like the recording in the car and all that sort of thing. For a movie about uh, a guy we have no fucking idea about, that was a pretty good ending. Like, where like, you don't expect it. You're like, oh, that's fucking dope. Yeah. Know? And they I set it up he... pretty well when he picks up the camera earlier at the, you know, and, the con. And, and that, was good, that was a worry of mine. Because I'm like, wow, he really didn't plan this. Like, and he's so calm. And he like, and I'm like, he just picked up that thing and he's going to use it straight away and like save the day. That's bullshit. Mm. But like the fact that it becomes this this sort of prop later in the film was really cool. Like, yeah, I really appreciated that. Great they, do it in, um, they do it in Game of Shadows as well, Sherlock Holmes, which is one of my fave films, with the respirator at the end of... Sh- anyway. It's, yeah, it was good. Like, and that's what I mean, like, just having that... And I'm walking out of the, the cinema to fucking extreme ways, bopping along because it's a great just, song. Just, just and, quickly, I, and I'm feeling happy. So it was just a good... Quickly, uh, my roommate just got home, just for all the fans to know, and did about five fucking farts right next to my computer. Now, everything smells like shit. So, as you're listening, just know that I'm smelling shit. Want some more? Shut the fuck up. I'll give it to this you. is Fishing Connoisseur Movie, not Fishing Connoisseur Movie 111 Roommate Farts. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, well, let's wrap this up. Look, I really enjoyed. Oh, wait. No, I fucking didn't. I really didn't enjoy the film. Generally, that's how I start my little sentences. Um, <laughs> it's a bit shit, isn't it? There's no story. There's no flesh behind it. There's no meat. Where's the meat? I want some meat in my mouth. I want it in my ears and I want it in my eyes. And I didn't get a fucking... I didn't even get a, I didn't even get a taste of meat. I just got a whiff of it. Just a fucking... A whiff of meat. Like, I walked past the butcher You walked past the butcher. <laughs> I was riding my Razor Pro and just, like, smelt some meat. That's, Razor Pro. That's, that's what fucking gutters. happened. But I mean, like, the, the, some of the action's really good and some of it's really shit. And I'm just kind of left bored listening to exposition from Tommy Lee Jones and not knowing where the fuck my protagonist is or what he wants or what he's doing or why he's doing it. Disappointing. Two out of five. Now, coming from the, I'm the fan of the, the franchise, I feel like it has, it's, it's captured the essence of the original films. And that's all I can really ask, at least to start with, of a sequel. So... With that, I have to give it props. It gave me everything I wanted out of a Bourne film. 
and now this this film's in a, in a funny position because it sort of feels like it's always moving, it's always going, it's always like fast paced and whatever, but it's not. Like you said, there's not really anything happening, and they've they've really disguised it really well with all this this flashy cinematography and and awesome action scenes. But they've prolonged everything, like added filler to everything, and it's like just maybe take even twenty minutes out of all of the film, like just take little chunks, a minute here, a minute there, and a minute there. I'm sure we could have a much more compact film that works a lot better, like. I love the action scenes. Like that fucking Vegas chase in like in my in my memory now is outstanding. Like yeah. <laughs> the SWAT car just plowing through those cars is one of the best images I've ever seen. And it jumping on top of the car and then they like they smash through the fucking like the front of the casino and everything. It's just so hectic. But why does it have to be ten minutes long? Fuck it could have been man. it could have been a three minute long chase and had all those pivotal points and then an awesome fight scene at the end and a great climax like it does, and I would have been a lot more satisfied. But I walked out of it and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like and right now, right now I'm in I'm in born mode. Like I am obsessed with yeah. this fucking franchise at the moment. Like I watched the other three, the like the the trilogy and then I went and seen the film and then the next day I watched Born Legacy and I fucking love that film now and I just went and bought the Born Identity book. Like I'm fucking there, man. I'm like if anyone is going to get excited, it should be me. But I walked out of this one like, nah. Like I'm like I walked out like excited because I'm listening to Extreme Ways, but then when I got in the car, I was talking. I talked to to Beck about it, and we were both kind of like, "Huh, what didn't work about that movie?" And she and she brought up the the fact that the chase scenes were really long, and that she started to get bored in it. You should not get bored in a chase scene. Fuck eyes. You should never get bored in a chase scene. So they fucked up something there, and just the fact that it doesn't progress the story nearly enough is is a major like slap in the face. Um, it's kind of like, what do we need this? Like, I'm normally one all for the sequels and the franchise and stuff, but like, this is not enough. And the way it's going, there's probably going to be another one. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like it's it's made all kinds of bank. So the next one, they better bring out some fucking something amazing, which is really confusing because. There's so many books uh, of the Bourne series. I, I don't know how many there are, but there are a lot of books. And so I'm sure there's a lot of lore and story that they could latch onto there. I have heard that the books are very different to the films, but still, like, pull something out of there. I'm sure they've been, like, bestsellers for the last 30 years. So come on. Like, this, what's going on? How did they fuck this up? What the um, fuck happened? But... At the end of the day, it's still a Bourne film, and like I said, I I, I did enjoy it for what it was. Uh, I'm just disappointed because it wasn't nearly as good as the other ones. I give it a three out of five. That's that's too kind. You're too kind, sir. Yeah, yeah, but I'm like I said, I'm I'm the fanatic at the moment. I think it's the worst of the series. To be, I think Legacy is better than this. Ultimatums number one, Identity number two, probably Legacy, Supremacy, and then this one. Yeah. What's up, what's up next week, Fish? Fuck, I don't know. What is next week? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Oh, it's oh, um, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Yeah, we got cool. Suicide right. Squad. Oh, my God. I'm so fucking excited. I've already got my IMAX tickets. I'm ready. Hey, I'm taking my mum to see it. Up. For three seconds, can you shut the fuck up? Let me finish. Sorry, I'm yelling at my roommate. Anyway, we're going to have to wrap <laughs> this up soon because I'm screaming. <laughs> anyway, he's just he's trying to do it quietly in the corner. Fill up his fucking protein shake. Um... 
Look, I'm really keen for Suicide Squad. I recently watched the trailer and just fell in love with Margot Robbie. I've never like understood the appeal and now I'm just super into Margot Robbie. She's oh, so fucking attractive. Yeah. Oh my God. Holy shit. Which pair which her with one of the most, you know, sexy characters of all time, Harley Quinn. Yeah. It's just, it's all, it's all the ingredients for I've a good time. I've got a semi, i got a semi thinking about it, you know. <laughs> Am I just wanting to watch this film because of a very attractive woman? Yes. Is that a problem? No. You can fuck off if you think it is. I, I'm, um, I'm very excited for Suicide Squad because it's adding to this DC universe that we shit on in Batman vs Superman and everybody, which actually I want to bring up, I watched the director's cut any good um it is it is it actually adds a lot that they should not have cut out like it doesn't make it better by any yeah. means like it doesn't make the fact that you know martha was the, the same name of both of their moms and that's why they become friends but it um it does fucking solidify the fact like that um you know superman was killing people over in the middle east and it yeah. just like adds it adds clarity to everything that was just sort of up in the air and you sort of had to figure out for yourself um, so I do recommend going out and see that if you at least enjoyed it a little bit. But I'm interested to see how they bring Batman into this because he's obviously going to be jumping around and doing things and Batflex's fucking awesome. And we've got a great fucking cast of villains here. The Joker's coming back. We've got Will Smith in there. Fucking flame on. <laughs> it's going to be yeah, awesome. I'm so excited. Torch. Pretty hyped. Anyway, Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes, uh... If you're, if, uh, we love, uh, fuck, I fucked this up. I forgot what I was going to say. Just go um, and subscribe to all that shit. Share our shit. shit. Make sure people listen to us because we need people to we hear need, our voices. It's very sake, important. Share our stuff. <laughs> also, episode 100's coming out soon. Fuck you all. Play the music, fish. for listening to this episode of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. Fish and Connoisseur Movie does not own any rights to the film Jason Bourne, its marketing, or its soundtrack, and no infringement is intended. The track Extreme Ways Jason Bourne is performed by Moby, and the track I Remember Everything is performed by John Powell and David Buckley. Oh,